Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing? This your boy Accent Elvis, man. Welcome to M3 Records. Welcome to M3 Records. This is the Illuminati Church of God Music Motivation Ministries. And, you know, we're going to talk about love today. Or we call it charity. What they call love. Or they call it charity. Love is also called charity. But like I said in my ministry, when I say Jesus, we say Emmanuel. And they say we are Emmanuel Nation. Emmanuel Nation. We are the Emmanuel Nation. The nation of Emmanuel. FSC, nation of God. Now, what is the definition of love? What is the definition of love? It is an intense feeling of deep affection, a great interest and pleasure in something. Feel deep affection for someone. Like or enjoy feeling it. So, it is an intense feeling of deep affection. And then also is great interest and pleasure in something. And you have a great interest in something. And the third one is for a deep, feel deep affection for someone. To feel deep affection for someone. Or to enjoy something or like something very much. So, this is the definition of love. Now, that's the definition of charity. So, one day we have this same thing. Oh, and they have have it as an organization set up to provide help and raise money for those in need. So they don't have it as in terms to the Bible. Because in your Bible, you see it called charity love. In the Bible, they call love charity. So... So love is a feeling, an intense feeling of deep affection, and then a, a great interest. Okay, so why is love <coughs> important? Why does God want us to love? Why does God stress that love is very important? It's, is the greatest of them all. Because even God, everything he created, existence from the angels to the human beings was created out of love. He created people to exist. That's why people love existence. He wanted 
teacher said this right. He insisted. Understand? That's why he loves existence. So then why he is God? Because he insists. Understand? Because he insists, everything exists. Even the false gods exist because he exists. Because you got to understand, like I tell you about light and darkness, true and false obedience and disobedience, they fall under the true and false category. Right? <coughs> obedience is truthful. To obey, that is to obey the truth, the true word of God. And to disobedience is to entertain falsehood. Understand? So they fall under the true and false category. So God is a true God. So he is the reason this false God are angry because of existence. The angels, humans, animals, Everything they exist. Understand? The sky, the earth. These false gods, these man made gods that man has made through magical powers, and man has bestowed their magical powers. Now, where did man get his magical powers? They got it. From when the, the the false realm got a hold to Solomon, <coughs> because Solomon <coughs> was greatest magician. He was the greatest magician. Had the power of God. He built the temple of God. You know what it required to build the temple of God? It required spirits. It required spirits to build the temple of God, which those spirits of fallen angels, to call spirits from the spirit realm, to help you and enslave you, to help you build a temple of God and make you the rich man. But Solomon failed because he erred, he made an error, and he went and served and made a sacrifice to a false god. So when a false god took Solomon into their kingdom and taught him their practices, God had to claim the land of the false god. And because it stole Solomon, God rejected Solomon, left Solomon, just to teach him a lesson. But he was still well. But Solomon became wise and made a lot of inventions and uncovered a lot of secrets. God still gave him his wisdom and spirit of wisdom. But God wasn't with him because he was doing evil things. But God gave him a lot of secrets that he that he revealed a lot of falsehood and things of falsehood that was a false God. So 
that's why you have the lamb and the beast and the false prophets because of the false gods that represent the false gods that stole Solomon and made Solomon sorrowful. Understand? <clears throat> now, why is that important? Because you have to see the love of God. The love of God meant intense interest that God had for existence. He, his interest for his creation, both the spirit world and the physical world, in all realms and dimensions. The physical has to overcome to be merged spiritual and God doesn't want to lose any of them. Because he loves them. That's why the Bible says my help in John three sixteen. Hold on, let me see if I can find it. John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that who believes in him should not perish but have internal life. So that's what I tell people. Everybody believes in Christ. Everybody knows about Christ. People thinking eternal life is to have is to live forever in the flesh. You kind of get it out of your head that you are not going to live forever in the flesh. <clears throat> you are not going to be able to live forever in the flesh. You know what I'm Because you have judgment. You have to die. You have to go to the mark of the beast. The beast will kill you and send you to heaven. You are not going to live forever. If you don't believe me, read the Bible. So, but internal life comes. Where would you get? Internal life is given to you already because you believe in Christ. Once you believe, you know Christ, you heard of Christ, and you believe in Christ, you get eternal life. Once you know about Christ, you get eternal life. Everybody know about Christ. Everybody believe in a Savior and a God. So if you believe in a God and a Savior, you know about Christ. So you have eternal life. Well, the point is, where would you spend your eternal life? That is why heaven and the lake of fire is for. It is not for eternal life. Because if it was for just eternal life, then there would be no heaven or lake of fire. Understand? Eternal life is not the great, it's not the big deal. The big deal is where you, where you would spend eternal life. Now, it says, I want to read some things to you. It says that all satisfy her, that all that you do be done in love. <clears throat> all that you do. When you do things for people, 
where the family, friends, strangers, wherever. Whether they say you or not, I tell people, only give them what you are able to afford to lose. Do you do it in love? You do things in love. But the Bible said that be loving, be nice, but not be stupid. Don't be a fool. Understand? You can be nice, you can show charity, but do not be a fool. Let everything you do be done in love. Have that love in your heart. That even though you do things, you do things, you do things that you're able to to lose, that's in love. That's what I'm able to afford to do for you. Now, if you don't like it, then you can deal with it. But I can't even can do no more because I have to straight myself up. Because you have to have that mindset that if you are not situated, they are not situated. Understand? That's why God had to come and situate him first. The son first. The son had to come and die to situate himself first. For the world. He had to die for the world. To situate himself to make him king. And then he's coming. Understand? So do everything in love. What you can able to lose. That's not nothing bad. Because you don't want to be in a messed up predicament. Now you able to do more, do more. But if you can't able to do more for somebody. Then the person should be able to understand. If the person does not understand. You cannot go out and jeopardize yourself for somebody even your child they have to learn the lesson they have to be responsible at some point understand now it binds everything together like, even though people play because if people play then then they don't play that much and you don't lose that much understand That's just a strategy of not being mad at yourself. Now, let's go into love. <clears throat> now, it says, If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am a noisy gong and a clanging sinner. If I speak in tongues of men, that's why I said love is an interest and affection, deep affection, a deep interest. Understand? Great interest, pleasure in something. When you love somebody, when you love somebody, you want good for that person. When you love somebody, you want good for that person. That's why false prophets will never reach their full potential. Because they operate on the realm of hate. Do you understand? See, falsehood operates on the realm of hate. Understand? God created darkness and light. Even though they operate under the falsehood term, 
they are still different from falsehood, from false prophets. See, false prophets operate on the hate because they are trying to destroy. Because the prophecy is the doom of false prophets. They don't talk about a prophecy of the false prophecies. They don't talk about the prophecy of the false prophets. About what will happen to false prophets. See, that's why the Bible says, even though you speak in tongues, but you have no love. Even though you speak in the tongues of men, or in the tongues of angels. Or in the tongues of God. See, if you speak in the tongues of God, you have to have love to operate in the level because God is love. Do you understand? God is love. He is love. You are just a noisy God. You just just noisy, just making a lot of noise. See, that's why you lie, you false prophet, you'll make a lot of noise in the city. You feel me? That's why I say, and if I have prophetic powers and un- understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith, so to move mountains, but I have not love, I am nothing. Even though you have prophetic powers, even though you understand the mysteries, even though you have all knowledge, see, I need to keep that to your knowledge too. And even though you have all faith, but you have not love, that you can move mountains, but you have not love. Now, how do you have love? You are nothing. If you don't have love, even though you have the gifts, you have all faith, you have all understanding of mysteries and knowledge. But you are without love. Now, how do we have love? We have love by starting with self. Understand? You have to love thyself. Because the Bible says, love thy neighbor as thyself. How do I have love? I got to pay love. Got love. You should operate under the godly love where everything is operating on the godly level. You should operate on the godly love arena where you love thy neighbor as thyself. As much as you love yourself, that's how you love thy neighbor. You have to treat thy neighbor as you want to as you want to be treated. You want to be treated good, right? You want people to treat you good. You don't want people to hurt you. You don't want people to to dish you or talk bad about you. Or you don't want people to try to kill you. Or you don't want people to say ill things about you. Then you shouldn't do the same thing to people. You should not do the same thing to people. You should treat people better. Understand? That's why I said to have love is to treat people how you want to be treated. Everybody want to be treated good. It doesn't matter who you are. <clears throat> you want to be treated good in services, in goods, 
impersonalized even in a relationship. You want to be treated good. Even as a mom, even as a dad, even as a brother, even as a sister, you want to be treated good. Even as a government official, you want to be treated good. If the shoe was on the other foot, on the other foot, you want to be treated good. Understand? So if you want to be treated good, then you have to, to get from that mindset to be like, if I want to be treated good, then I will treat other people good. I have to come from the mindset that if I want to be treated good, then I have to treat other people good. Understand? If I want to be treated good, then I have to treat other people good because I want to be treated good. That's how you show love. You show love because, because love is treating people how you want to be treated. When you treat people how you want to be treated, because you love yourself and you want to be treated good, you will treat people good and not love. That's operating out of love. Operating out of thyself. Yeah, you want people to treat you good. You want people to show you love. Treat you kindly. Understand? See, that's why the Bible is telling you that if I give all, if I give all, all, if I give away all I have, and if I deliver my body to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. Even though you give all you have, even though you give your body to be burned, you gain nothing if you have no love. Understand? So you can give your body to be burned, but you don't treat people right, and you don't treat people like you want to be treated. So you're just doing it because, oh, you feel like, oh, see, oh, man, I need to do it. You feel me? That's not love. That's just trying to do something. You gain nothing. Because it's just pointless. Understand? It's pointless. So you have to understand that love love is a thing that you do because you want to do it. Love is not forced. Understand? Somebody that wants to love you somebody that loves you will trust you. Somebody that loves you will be down for you. Completely down for you. And everything you do that will have your back. And and I'm saying that because I'm about to go into the next sermon that will show the characteristics of that. How you could tell people love you. Show you the traits of love. What love consists of. Because you have to know what love consists of. 
because you one of the has got the so that's why I say anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. Anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. So I say, above all things, keep loving one another earnestly since love covers a multitude of sin. See, love can cover a multitude of sin. Just because you are a bad person and you do bad things, but you have love in your heart, your sin shall be forgiven because love is a greater gift. Love is a greater gift when you can treat people as yourself. And you have a characteristic love father. Love is what you need. Love is a greater power because everything came from love. <clears throat> everything of God came from love, like I was saying earlier, because his creation is out of love. But you twist this. That's why people love twist this. People don't want to die. People want eternal life when they already have eternal life. They just haven't been given where they're going to spend eternal life years and come. But people are lying about eternal life and trying to make people think they have eternal life and they will not die because they want tithes and offering. But love, God created everything out of love. His purpose for one people to exist, like he exists in his likeness, in existence. That's why it's called existence, because God exists. You also exist. Even the spirits, even the fallen angels. That's why I'm trying to get the fallen angels to understand. You exist because God exists. The spirit world exists because God exists. Dead still exists because God exists. You are the affirmation that God exists. No matter how much this man of Jesus lie or this false prophet lie, the affirmation that angels exist and the dead are still existing and people exist is the love of God. To exist, to be alive, to live. That's why nobody wants to die because they don't want to stop existing, especially in the physical realm. Everybody wants to be tangible. Everybody wants to be physical. Everybody wants to be touched. But nobody wants to be invincible, want to be close to God. They say they want to be close to God, but they want to go into the realm of God, which is the realm of the dead when they turn from. They rather want to live a long time on earth, thinking that is a way to chase eternal life. The purpose of God creating existence is to have children, friends, to exist, creation of his own people, a nation, an army, 
that he could take from you, that he could be God. And David can excuse him. God isn't God. His nature is to be God. For you to be God, you got to have people to serve you. You got to have people to worship you. You got to have people you protect. You got to have things, creatures, creation. You cannot be God without a creation. Every God created. Even the false God, they create. They create lies and things. To fill the world. The power that is meant to Jesus use. Or the miracles that is meant to Jesus do. Or this false prophet do. They are the power of this false God. They create. Gods create. He has to have a creation to be God. He has to have people to serve him. He has to have people to depend on him. He cannot be God without people, without your creation not depending on him. Just like this false man of God, they depend on this false God. This idol worshippers, they depend on the idol. They bank on the idol. They trust the idol. They do anything for the idol. But it's false God. Because that is the relationship between a God and creation. So his love to make creation in his image, in the image and cause his existence to exist like God. It will angels for angels to exist like him. Whether you like it or not, God knew that man was going to fall and creation was going to fall from the grace of God. He knew. That's why he called the idea adulterous generation. He knew that mankind would fall from the grace and existence would fall from the grace of God. It will Angels will fall from the grace of God. But his love is still there. To give his only son. For God so loved the world. So that's why he said the statement. For God so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believed in him. Should not perish. But have everlasting life. He gave his only begotten son. Even fallen angels can give forgiveness. Everybody is acceptable for forgiveness. Everybody is acceptable for God to be with them. That's why he sent the message, God is with us. That's why the promise of God is with us is important. Because he has sent his word that I am with you even in your sin. Even in your misery, even in your darkness, even when you live a dark life, a wayward life, I'm still with you. God is with us. Even through your problems, even in your sicknesses, even in death, even in the afterlife, even with a fallen angel, God is with you. And I want to say, God is with you. 
this is the one for me. That he loves the one. That he loves the world. The world, everything in existence. Existence is the one. He created a world. A spirit world, a physical world. And, and that's why, see, that's why he sent me. He sent us his, his prophets, his true prophets to teach. See, that's what I'm teaching, man. He wants to merge the spiritual and the physical together to make it perfect, to make it one. So the spiritual, they were the physical and the spirit, physical and the spiritual will be one. It'll be spiritual and physical, perfect. Even angels will have physical and it will still be spiritual. That's what death was for. Death turns the flesh into a spirit. See, it is love of God. They want everybody to be a spirit, even the flesh to be a spirit. And he had a plan. He had a process. He is the process of death. Death is a process of turning the flesh into a spirit. Death is also the process of turning the flesh into a spirit. If I was back y'all in main world, I said, man, you like my teaching, man. Tune in, man. Subscribe, man. Follow, man. Turn your, 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 and turn your notification. And if you want to be part of my ministry, and you could donate, you could send your your time to offer to this cash out right here, African Elvis. And once I'll pray for you, and you see your blessing, and I have the oil for sale to you. You want anointing oil, protection oil. I have to sell to you. Be blessed, Emmanuel.